great to have your company for On The Pace on this Wednesday morning here on Sky Sports Radio as we get deeper into the first week of the Inter-Dominion for 2022. Of course, the first round heats are to be run this Saturday night at Ballarat before we head to Shepparton on Tuesday and next Saturday evening, the third and final round at Geelong before that grand final at Melton on December 10. Heats were released and barrier draws for those heats were released yesterday. And of course, New South Wales is going to have an extremely strong hand to play, particularly in the Victoria, I should say, in the pacing series uh, with the top three in betting currently in that all-in market. Spirit of St. Louis, the 450 tab favourite over expensive Ego at $6 and Majestic Cruiser at $6 as well. In terms of those heats, uh, the markets for the three pacing and the three trotting heats are now available with tab. If you'd like to uh, get in early on those heats, their races two through seven on Saturday evening, they're out of Ballarat. Just Believe is a favourite in the first trotting heat, Bolt for Brilliance in the second, and in the third, them one overall has been very well backed. And in the pacing heats, MacDan is a favourite to take out heat number one. Zeus Bromac has been really popular, 5.50 into 3.40 in heat two for Paul and Gavin Fitzpatrick, and Better Eclipse is a favourite in heat number three. So they're all available with tab, have been up for uh, just under 24 hours now. And of course, there'll be plenty of change to that as the week progresses. We know that uh, Captain Ravishing is uh, right at the top of the betting. In fact, equal favourite for next year's Tab Eureka. Uh, confirmation from the stable uh, and the ownership group of Captain Ravishing in the last little while that the Chariots of Fire and the Miracle Mile are his next major aim. So it will be great to see Captain Ravishing back at Menangle. Speaking of Menangle, uh, a good day of racing there yesterday. Lucky Lodge had a double, a bit of a unique double as well. Uh, race to race, both paces don't wear hobbles, unhobbled, not something that we see too often, but Lucky Lodge continued on their solid form. And there were also uh, two winners wearing the number four saddlecloth and also uh, those prostate cancer colours. So great to see some more money being tipped into that kitty. And last night at Wagga, we also had the New South Wales Breeders Challenge Regional Series kick off with a few heats for the three-year-old fillies and the three-year-old colts and geldings. And the favourites were able to progress through without too much worry. She's a Caribbean, was the winner as was I'm in Trouble, Spoon the Moon, and Mr. McNeedy. So those regional series heats will continue over the next few weeks, but Wagga kicked things off last night. We race at Bathurst this evening. Looking forward to some more uh, regional heats of the Breeders' Challenge out of that venue as well. And John O'Shea will be uh, having a strong hand to play this evening from a driving perspective, particularly uh, early on in the Cardi Partners, quite a few favoured runners, including Silk Cloud in one of those Breeders' Challenge regional heats. And he's our guest for On The Pace this morning. Thanks for your time this morning, John. How are you? Yeah, well, thanks, Brittany. How are yourself? Really well, thanks. Let's chat about uh, these drives tonight. Four in total. You kick things off in race number one with a bit of a roughy. Dunno Joe goes around here. Uh, hasn't It uh, doesn't appear as though you've driven this horse uh, in recent times. You have in the past. But uh, as much as he's going to go around as a roughy here and he's probably been beaten decent margins at his last few, uh, this isn't the strongest race ever and he's got a nice trailing draw so can you give this horse at least a place chance uh, probably if he gets a bit lucky he, he should be there you'd like to think he'll be in the first half of the field anyway just uh sailor's girl and that there 
they look to be from the draw, like they're going to be too strong. But um, he's he's drawn good. You know, he's on the fence, and that's probably where he needs to be. So it starts. Race number three, you're driving two runners for Peter Russo tonight, both uh, from my view, your first steers aboard them. So I guess it's a little bit of a, a wait and see from that perspective. But Rock Nian will go around in race number three. Again, an inside of the second row draw. No doubt you would have had a look at this horse's form. Looks as though he, he can be a bit of a trick. Yeah, it does. And it does appear like he does be on the front end. So the draw mightn't suit too much. But even though Budding Caesar's form's ordinary, it's actually, like, his numbers are ordinary, but his form's actually okay. He's sort of dropping back in grade, so he's not a bad horse to be following. And between one of Nathan Turnbull's at the minute, so they're always good to follow. So, um, yeah, it'll be interesting to see how we go. You mentioned that he's sort of a front-of-the-field horse. Um, in terms of the speed off that front line, it looks a really even race, which probably makes it hard to map. You mentioned Budding Caesar. Are there any other horses that you expect to go forward? Do you think it'll be a solidly run first quarter? Eagle Commander has really good gate speed and so does on Bristol Mighty. So it will be interesting. I don't think they'll go for too far, but I reckon they'll be, you know, that little charge for the first 50 anyway. All right, that's rocking in in race number three. Who knows, uh, even if Budding Caesars cross, there may be an opportunity to slot off. I'm sure that you're looking forward to partnering up with Silk Cloud again in race number four. She's a top filly, this girl. Yeah, she was really unlucky in that last final. If Robbie could have got some bit of open air down the straight there, I think she runs a place. Now she looks like she just got into a little bit of a traffic jam, but um, the draw is horrendous. We've got three speed thermal runners, which are the hardest to beat all drawn inside me. So their tactics are going to play a big card. And um, I just have to see where I love early and what I do. But yeah, like you said, she's a really nice filly and she just needs a bit of luck. She does possess really good gate speed. Do you foresee there being any chance that you get across or are you, I guess, reserved to the fact that you will have to more so slot in than, than burn to try and get to the lead? It's really hard to tell. You know, sometimes the gate can go quite fast at Bathurst and when you're drawn out wide, it can really, you know, you can, before they let you go, you can sort of be nearly on full throttle. So two trying cross might really have to burn a hard, so... It's not an option I'm looking to do, definitely, but, like, uh, I don't, to be honest with you, I don't really know what will happen at the start. I'm really just going to have to play that one in. You won a board in the trial last week, but no doubt you would have looked at it. On paper, uh, the time wasn't overly strong, but what did you make of it? I didn't watch it. i just seen she was in it. Tony said she's been, he's been really happy with it. She's one of them horses, like, She'd only do what she's got to. I've drove her in front before myself. Like, she switches on and off pretty bad. So, um, she's a different horse than the driver in the pack, that's for sure. So, I wouldn't be too concerned about that. And your final drive on tonight's card comes up in race number five with Ella Gwila. Generally, as a rule, any horse that brings a metropolitan form to these Wednesday night Bathurst races, it generally tends to, to stack up, and Ella Gwila does. So, uh, that's the first positive. Yeah, for sure. Um, when he came down from Shane Graham's there, he sort of hit the ground running and hasn't won one since, but I don't think his runs have been that bad either. So looks like he's got gate speed if we can find the top. You know, hopefully he should be able to hang on. He does have really good gate speed. Again, your assessment of the speed around you, I mean, it, it doesn't look a super quick front line. What's your opinion? Comanche Warrior out wide can sometimes be a, a fairly well go forward horse, but I guess you've drawn to its inside. Yeah, that's it. You know, um, how hard it's going to come out, I don't know. Uh, and Body Riders, a nice horse, sort of just returning back. Um, 
doesn't look like there's an immense amount of speed there, but in saying that I've never drove this horse, I'm not sure how quick he is, but it does look quick, so we'll find out. Four drives tonight, your opinion on your best chance to drive a winner? Um, if I can get some luck, I'm still clear. She, she's probably your best chance, but she's definitely going to need luck. It's not going to be an easy time for her, but she's got the talent to be you know, right up there. Okay, that's race four, number seven, Silk Cloud. And quickly, while we have you, uh, Saturday night at Menangle, you're down to repartner up with He's Chiming. He goes around in race number five, back with Lester Hewitt. His form recently was probably fair uh, and probably not as good as he's capable of going. But that trial earlier this week, that looked really sharp. Yeah, he feels like he's back to his old self. You know, the, the time down in Jason's would have done him the world of good. He's been Lester all his life and... A change of environment down there, even though he seemed to sour off at the end, would have done him the world of good. You know, he's always been such a big green racehorse, so he would have learned a little bit. So he felt good the other night and left us real happy with him. So I'm happy to go down there and drive him. He's one of them big horses when he's right. He's, he's fun to drive because he's tough. And so, uh, yeah, I'll go down for the road trip. And he does look well placed in that race as well. He won a fast class not all that long ago. So uh, just in that category under, uh, if he happens to find himself in a forward position, which probably looks likely in the small field, he's certainly going to run a really good race. Appreciate your time this morning, John. Best of luck tonight at Bathurst and, of course, on Saturday night at Menangle as well. Thank you. John O'Shea there this morning. So just again, a bit of a tricky night in terms of barrier draw for John's chances, but race four, number seven, Silk Cloud. She's a high-quality filly. She goes around in a heat of the New South Wales Breeders' Challenge Regional Series. That's at 7.40, and with a slice of luck, she does look a very good chance. That's on the pace for this Wednesday morning. Looking forward to that card out of Bathurst this evening. Nine races in total. The first gets underway at 6.18, and then tomorrow we've got another big 10 racer out of Penrith uh, including more of those at Breeders Challenge Regional Series heats and we'll look forward to that on tomorrow morning's edition of On the Pace here on Sky Sports Radio. We'll be back again at 10.30.